eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. Our postgame show continues on the Padres radio network. The Padres win it 8-4 to on this Saturday night at Petco Park as the Padres pick up their first win of 2023 and the Rockies take their first defeat of 2023. Padres now 1-2 on this very young 2023 season. The Rockies drop to 2-1. Sam Levitt with you on our postgame show inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Lots to do on our post-game show. We'll have the highlights for you from Jesse Ackler, Tony Gwynn Jr. in just a little bit, uh, just a matter of moments here. We'll also hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. And I spoke with Xander Bogarts, who had another big night, a home run, a two-run shot in the first inning in this game. I spoke with Xander just a little while ago down on the field, so you'll hear that conversation as well. Final totals in this ball game tonight for San Diego, eight runs, ten hits, and no errors. And for Colorado, four runs, six hits, and no no errors. Let's take a listen back to some of the highlights from tonight's game. We talked in the pregame about the Padres offense quite a lot. The quiet offense in the first two games of this season. That changed in a hurry in the first inning here tonight. With a runner on base against Rocky starter Jose Ureña, it was Xander Bogarts at the plate. One and one the count. Ureña will deal. Pitch to Bogarts. Ooh. Hit in the air to deep left field. You can forget it. Bryant turns around. This one going to go. First home run of the year for the Padres is the first for Xander Bogarts in the brown and gold. And it's 2-0 San Diego in the first. Would walk two more in that inning to make it three total in the opening frame. But the Padres couldn't capitalize. It was 2-0 San Diego after one. Michael Waka got off to a good start in his outing. Three scoreless innings to begin his night. The Padres struck again in the bottom half of the third. Juan Soto walked to start the frame. A one-out single from Jake Cronenworth sent Soto to third. Matt Carpenter was next. He does run. The 3-2 pitch is lined fair down the right field line, headed towards the corner. Soto's going to score easily. Cronenworth being waved. He's going to score easily. Carpenter to second. A two-run double and a 4-0 Padre lead. So to that point, it was a night about the newcomers. Xander Bogarts, the two-run home run in the first inning. Matt Carpenter, the two-run double in the third. The Padres led 4-0. After a scoreless fourth inning, the Rockies got a run in the fifth, a walk. 
And then a double from Elias Diaz, an RBI ground out from Ezekiel Tovar, made it a 4-1 game. Padres, though, got that run right back in the fifth inning. A sack fly from Luis Campusano made it 5-1. But the Rockies responded in the sixth inning against Michael Waka, who to that point had been really good. Waka walked Chris Bryant to start the inning. Charlie Blackman then doubled to drive Bryant home. It was a 5-2 game. C.J. Crone then stepped in. He had two home runs on opening night here in San Diego. He stepped in, and guess what? Crone did it again. First pitch from Waka. Swung on, hit really well out to very deep left field. Soto goes back. He's not going to have a play. This thing is way out of here. Into the second deck, almost all the way out to that landing underneath the video board. A long home run for C.J. Crone. His third of the series, a two-run shot, and all of a sudden, it is a one-run game here in the sixth inning. Waka got out of the inning with the score still 5-4. In the bottom half of the sixth inning, the Padres answered. Jose Azokar, who had pinch hit for David Dahl earlier in the game, doubled to start the inning. He was at third base with one out, Manny Machado at the plate. One-two pitch, reach four, and line into left field, a base hit for Manny Machado. RBI single for Manny, and a 6-4 Padre lead in the sixth. Padres still led 6-4, heading to the seventh inning. Steven Wilson came on out of the Padres' bullpen. He pitched the scoreless seventh. Tim Hill hit the first batter he faced in the eighth inning, but he got a big double play ball off the bat of Ryan McMahon to end a scoreless frame. In the bottom half of the eighth inning, the Padres still leading 6-4. Former Padre Denelson Lamette walked the first two batters he faced. He bounced back to strike out the next two. Then it was Juan Soto who stepped in, still looking for his very first hit of the year. Lamette will kick and deal and the pitch hit hard on the ground up the middle into center field and a base hit for Soto. Odor has scored a Zokar right behind him. A two-run single for Juan Soto and now an 8-4 Padre lead in the eighth. The good news, Soto extending the Padres' lead to four runs. The bad news, it was no longer a save opportunity for Josh Hader, but Hader still came on in the ninth inning. He faced Montero, Moustakis, and Diaz. It was as easy as one, two, three. One and two. Pitch on the way. Diaz swings, sends it in the air. Straight away center field. Trent Grisham going back on it. Gets underneath of it. Reaches up to make the catch, and the ball game is over. For the first time this year, the Pods a dub and a nice one, 8-4 over the Rockies here tonight. They picked apart Jose Ureña, and they would just add on as the night went on. Michael Waka, six solid, and the Pods take down the Rocks 8-4 here on a Saturday night at Petco Park. Very nice call there by Jesse Agler. A lot of dubs today in San Diego. The Padres getting a win, their first of 2023, 8-4 over the Colorado Rockies. And that was after, of course, the San Diego State Aztecs on their final shot of the game in the final four, the national semifinal, Lamont Butler making a shot at the buzzer to send the Aztecs to the national championship game on Monday. So a lot of winning in San Diego here today. Another sold-out crowd at Petco Park. The crowd, 42,663. They saw a good one. They saw the Padres' offense come alive as the Padres win it 8-4. to over the Rockies. We'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network. Still a lot to do on our post-game coverage. When we come back, we'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Plus, you'll hear from Xander Bogarts coming up as well. Bogarts had the big two-run home run in the first inning to get the scoring started. And let's be honest, Xander Bogarts has been terrific in his very brief Padres career three games in and he has been excellent at the plate our postgame coverage continues when we come back to Petco Park on the Padres radio network Back here on the Padres Radio Network postgame show inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. A winner tonight for the Padres as they beat the Colorado Rockies by a final of 8-4. to four. Sam Levitt with you on our postgame coverage. Again, the final totals here tonight for the Padres. Eight runs, ten hits, no errors, and for Colorado, four runs, six hits, and no errors. We still have a lot to do on our postgame coverage. We'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up in just a little bit. We'll also hear from Xander Bogart, so one of the heroes of tonight's game in just a little bit as well as the Padres get a very good and also a very much-needed win on this uh, Saturday night. 
take a look at what the offense did here tonight for the Padres. Really, it was a, a team effort all the way around. Frank Grisham had a base hit. He was one for five. Manny Machado, two for four. He had an RBI. Juan Soto, one for four, two runs scored. He had the two-run single in the eighth inning to really put the game away at eight to four. It was really good to see Juan Soto have a base hit. He had struggled in the first two-plus games of this season after really tearing the cover off the ball at the World Baseball Classic and in spring training. He had a big base hit late in this game. Hopefully that gets him going. For Xander Bogarts, the big home run, he continues to swing the bat extremely well. It's very early, three games in, but Bogarts is batting 500 through three games this season. Jake Cronenworth had a base hit, two runs scored. Matt Carpenter had a big two-run double. That was one of two hits for Carpenter. Luis Campusano was one for three in this game, and uh, really up in down it was a great night for the San Diego offense the pitching staff as well Michael Waka you know his final line not really indicative of how good he was in this game for a while because three of those runs were scored in the span of three batters in the sixth inning at the end of the fifth inning he had given up just one run through five innings and then in the sixth inning the walk to Bryant the RBI double to Blackman a two-run home run for CJ Crone and just like that it was four runs on the board against Michael Waka so really it was five really really good innings and then one shaky inning in the sixth but still Michael Waka picks up the win in his Padres debut the bullpen for the Padres really really good Stephen Wilson a scoreless seventh inning Tim Hill a scoreless eighth inning not a save opportunity for Josh Hader in the ninth inning, but he shuts the door, a 1-2-3 frame. So Hader really picks up right where he left off in the postseason a year ago. And all in all, exactly what the Padres needed as they beat the Colorado Rockies by a final of 8-4. All right, let's go down to the clubhouse here at Petco Park. Hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin after tonight's win. Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian resource. Bob, how good does it feel? Get that first one on your yeah. belt. Good. Yeah. So, I mean, you lose a couple in a row, it feels like you lose five in a row, but. Nice to get a first one. Nice to see the offense come to life. How important was it for Xander to sort of set that tone in the first? Without a doubt, and that's what they've been doing to us, scoring first the last couple games and, you know, just put you on the run a little bit, even though we feel like offensively we should be able to respond to that. It was nice to get, you know, <laughs> Dawson makes an out, Brian gets a hit for the third game in a row, and it feels like, you know, let's get out of first inning without a run. So good job for Michael getting out of that inning and then to score two, you know, on a homer like that really was – jump-started us and felt pretty good. Just to stick with the offense for a moment, great to see Carpenter chime in and also Juan getting the hit to get things going also. That's a big hit right there. You know, I mean, two to four uh, is a big deal. So, you know, the way we've been we've been going offensively, you know, even though we scored some runs leading up to that, it was big for us to get some hits with runners in scoring positions. The first two games, we were not very good at that. Vintage Michael Walker game with the fastball changeup combination. Yeah, curveball, cutter. Um, you know, he feels like really the the worst pitch he made was probably the pitch to Crone, uh, and that you know obviously tightened the game up pretty quickly. But still looked like his stuff was good enough to finish the sixth, which was big for us too. Um, you know, and I think his first time out to be able to get through six and not have to come out in the middle of inning was, was key for him. He reached back and got, got a couple outs when he needed to. So all in all, you know, good game for him, less probably one pitch. What you got from Martinez and Walker the last couple nights, if those are your whatever, four or five guys, right. what, what does that do for you? It, it does a lot. So, you know, we're, we're using three guys to finish a game, and this time of year, if you can get six out of a starter, that's good. You get seven out of a starter, that's a bonus. You really don't even envision, you know, being in that position. But the day before, you know, we kind of pushed Nick just a little bit more than we usually do, but he was up for it. Dahl's good, right? You're just, yeah, yeah. I so. know. I just in that situation, you know, my defense gets a little bit at that point. We're we're up four nothing at the time, so yeah, he's good. What role did? I know it was only two games, but long a lot more longer plate appearances tonight. I know that Arena wasn't sharp, but right. like you, you guys were more patient, worked some more counts. We did, you know, and when you you know you lose a couple games, 
typically it goes the other way, you know, where you're trying to do too much and you're trying to swing early in the count. We have a lot of guys here that, you know, are looking to be aggressive, but also have a chance, you know, to make sure that's in the spot where they want it. So, I mean, you don't go up there passively, you know, look at Grish. You know, last year compared to this year, he's going up there looking to do some damage and looking to swing. And if it's not there, then you lay off it. So we did. We made him work a little bit uh, more tonight. Would we have eight walks? So, you know, that that was key for us. What did you see from Waka in that sixth inning? Kind of after went, after things went awry and he was able to bear down. Yeah. Now look, you got to dig deep there. I mean, you know, it's you're getting. You know, at the, at the beginning, it looked fine as far as pitch counts. And next thing you know, you know, he's at 83 when he ended up. And we're probably looking anywhere between 80 and 90 for our starters right now. So the last few pitches, you know, especially when it's all of a sudden it's a one-run game, that definitely gets your attention. You have to push push it a little bit harder. But, you know, got us a couple couple big outs. It was going to be his last guy because we're going to bring in Hill for Blackman either way. But, you know, you you you're working pretty hard there at the end, and it was good to see. I know it's only three games and a, a spring training's worth of games. What have you noticed about Xander and kind of just – the way he plays the game, anything stand out to you early about his, his demeanor? He can really hit. I know that. So, and and he and he likes to hit in different spots in the lineup too. I know it, it's looked we would fluctuate a little bit here early on, and you like to have some stability with our guys, but we're trying to find it a little bit and what the lineup's going to be with with left and right, and you know it'll probably be a little bit more stable when when Toddy comes back. Um, but the fact that these guys don't mind hitting different spots. Manny was all about two hole today. Juan was fine with three. Xander's moved around a little bit. So, you know, we're still trying to find the, the, the right dynamic, you know, the right recipe for, for both left and right. How dangerous does C.J. Crone feel right now? And can you talk about the work that Hill did to get out of that eighth? How does he feel? He feels really dangerous, as he has for us basically for a year plus now. So... You know, you look at his numbers, and it's the right-handed pitching is where he does a lot of the damage. You know, he's a little bit lower against left, so we were fine with, you know, with Hill on him there. But you still, you know, have a little lump in your throat when when he's up, based on the fact that he started out so hot. Bob, it, it was the first time the Padres get the lead on the season. So we had uh, Steve Wilson, them Tim Hill, and the last pitcher was Josh Hader. It's like, uh, without Suarez, because he's in, in the deal, it's like uh, part of what we are going to see as the bullpen manual when Padres take the lead? Uh, no, you'll see Garcia too. And that would would have been probably would have been Hill's last guy there too with the double play for, you know, with McMahon and... and Garcia could be that eighth inning guy, depending on matchups. So, those four guys are the guys we're looking to close out games with for the most part. Perfect. Did you catch the end of the Aztecs game? I did. What an unbelievable game! <laughs> I mean, you know, we were hoping it got back on. It was like, are we too late here to see the last few seconds? But what an incredible shot! And boy, you could feel it all around the stadium. Gave us a little, little momentum going in. No, you could do it. Was saw it on the board in the yeah out, out in the dugout. That's fantastic. Congrats to them. All right, that was Padres manager Bob Melvin after tonight's 8-4 win for San Diego. What a day for San Diego sports. The dramatic ending in the final four for the Aztecs. You heard Bob Melvin talk about it there. Watching it on the video board with everybody else here in Petco Park, I will tell you, that shot happened from Lamont Butler, I would say about 60 to 90 seconds after I got off the air. For my pregame show, I was here inside the loft. The loft was packed. Everybody was locked into the TVs here inside the loft at the Western Metal Building, and this place just went nuts. It erupted when Lamont Butler hit that shot. If you want to see a video from the moment he hit that shot here at the loft, it's worth seeing. Check it out on my Twitter at Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. It was really one special moment, and it really became a perfect Saturday, Super Sports Saturday here in San Diego with the Aztec win and the Padres winning as well. We'll take your phone calls coming up. We also will hear from Xander Bogarts. I caught up with him on the field right after the game was over, so we'll play you that interview. We'll also have our player of the game, out-of-town scoreboard, and much more to get to. Take your phone calls, 833-288-0973. Again, the phone number, 833 288 
888-729-0973. I'm also taking your tweets at 973thefansd or on my Twitter at Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. If you want to hit me up on Instagram, you can do that as well at Sammy Levitt, L-E-V-I-T-T there. TikTok, uh, same thing there. Sammy Lev, by the way, on Instagram. Got that one wrong. We'll continue on our post-game show when we come back to Petco Park on the Padres Radio Network. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Our postgame show continues on the Padres Radio Network. Padres beat the Colorado Rockies 8-4 on this Saturday night in downtown San Diego. With the win, the Padres improved to 1-2. Colorado drops to 2-1, and, and now the Padres aim to split this four-game series to begin the year tomorrow afternoon on Sunday here at Petco Park. First pitch tomorrow at 1.10 p.m. Our pregame coverage will begin at 12.10 from the loft inside the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park. Still a lot to do on our postgame coverage. We'll take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up in just a little bit. We'll also take your phone calls, 833-288-0973, the phone number. Again, number to call, 833-288-0973. I'm also reading your tweets if you want to let me know what you thought about this game. If you want to talk about the Aztecs, where you were, where you here at Petco Park, what was that moment like for you? Whatever you want to talk about tonight, uh, we can do that because it was a very memorable day in San Diego sports. So you can tweet at us at 97.3 The Fan SD or on my Twitter, Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Same thing on Instagram. Hit me up on TikTok as well. Wherever you want to find me, I'm happy to uh, answer any questions, read your messages from tonight's game and all the happenings around San Diego today. Another big game for Xander Bogarts, who continues to be terrific in his very brief Padres career. Three games He's batting 300. He's got a couple of doubles. He now has a home run. He hit a home run in the first inning tonight. A two-run shot immediately gave the Padres a 2-0 lead early in this game. I caught up with Xander Bogarts right after the game down on the field. Xander, you continue to hit the ball hard. A home run in your first at-bat tonight. How you feeling at the plate right now? I feel good. Uh, I've been able to see the ball really well. Uh, that's one thing that I'm, I'm trying to do since spring training. I've been seeing it really well in spring. I've been saying that. I just haven't been done no results. So. Probably now the season started, so it's a little bit more focus, a little bit more uh, attention to detail than in spring training. You're just trying to get your work in and, and, get, and get going with the day. But now everything is serious now, and I've been feeling pretty good. We've talked the last couple of days about how loud this crowd can be as you're rounding those bases. What's going through your head as this crowd is roaring? It was a good jolt for us, you know, uh, just try to get on board as quick as possible. Uh, as I said, I know we're not playing the way we, we, we normally would uh, on the first two days, but that's not like the baseball that we want to play. And, and from now going forward, today was a good step, and hopefully we can even see you tomorrow. Big day for San Diego sports. You see that yeah, San Diego State off. ending? Walk-off win. We didn't have a walk-off, but it was good. Someone, uh, two games, uh, basketball and baseball today was, was very good. Very good games. Very exciting. Xander, thanks so much. You got it, guys. Thank you. All right, that was Xander Bogarts. Big thank you to Xander for joining us. Uh, he saw that San Diego State ending along with everybody else here at Petco Park tonight. Big day for Xander Bogarts, the two-run home run. He's batting 500 
in this very early part of the season through three games. But you know what? Credit to Xander Bogarts. That's hard to do. New league, new team, new city, new everything. And he has picked up right where he has left off throughout his career. He's been excellent so far in the brown and gold. We will take your phone calls here coming up. Lee, Mario, others, I know you're on hold. Just hang with us for a second as uh, we get through some items here. Let's take a look at our home run total, some players that hit home runs from around Major League Baseball today. Which players went deep tonight? This is our MLB Home Run Tally, presented by Mr. Moto Pizza, bringing back the old New York pizzeria experience with fresh, funky, thin crest gourmet pies and the original stuffed knots. With eight locations in San Diego, find your favorite at MrMotoPizza.com. Now we know Xander Bogarts went deep tonight. Some other players around the major leagues that hit home runs. Ronald Acuna and Matt Olson had back-to-back home runs in the Braves' 7-1 win over the Nationals. Marcus Simeon had a home run, a leadoff home run for the Rangers in their 16-3 win over the Phillies. Mitch Garver also had two home runs in that game. Uh, who else uh, had home runs tonight around Major League Baseball? Others did as well. We'll update you on more of those uh, home runs from around the league later in our out-of-town scoreboard. But those are a few guys who had home runs around the majors earlier today. Now let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game as the Padres win it tonight 8-4. to Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's. Ace Pitcher of the Game, brought to you by The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg, all your grilling and barbecue needs are inside The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Our Ace Pitcher of the Game, I'm happy to report for the first time this season, we'll be awarding this to a Padre. We'll give it to Michael Waka tonight. Waka, six innings, four runs given up. Six hits allowed, walk three, struck out two, 83 pitches, 53 for strikes. And like I said earlier, the final line probably not indicative of really how good Michael Waka was in this game. Gave up just one run in the first five innings, and then the other three runs came in the sixth inning, came in the span of three batters. So had the sixth inning just gone a little bit better, it would have been probably a quality outing for Michael Waka. But he was very solid tonight, gave you length. And uh, Waka certainly didn't throw very many pitches either, 83 through six innings. And the bottom line is uh, in his season debut, in his Padres debut, Waka was solid, and he picks up the win here tonight. He improves to 1-0. and And really, that was the theme of tonight. The newcomers were a big part of the story. Bogarts, the two-run home run. Matt Carpenter, the two-run double. His first RBIs with the Padres. And Michael Waka in his San Diego debut. Six solid innings. We'll get to some of your phone calls on the other side of this legal ID. Let's give it to you. We pause for station identification on the Padres radio network. KWFNFM and KWFNH1 San Diego. This is Xander Bogart. The Padres play here on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. The final score here tonight, San Diego 8 and Colorado 4 as the Padres pick up their very first win of 2023. Again, phone number to call, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. Let's kick things off tonight on our post-game show with Lee, who's calling in from San Diego. Hi, Lee. Hey, how's it going, man? I'm doing well, Lee. How are you? This is a historic day in San Diego. I mean, you got to go back to the 84 Padres, the 94 Chargers, and the 98 Padres again. Uh, do you remember Tony Gwynn hitting that upper tank in Yankee Stadium? That's one of my favorite memories of all time. You know, Lee, I've, I've certainly seen the video. I've heard about it. I wasn't uh, living in San Diego at the time, but you're right. Today was a tremendously uh, exciting day uh, for the city of San Diego, this sports community. And you know what? I, I think about, it's safe to say. We're I think it's safe to say. Aztecs, man. Yeah, the, the Aztecs were what unbelievable. Is going on uh, right yeah. now with my Aztecs. What, yeah, uh, <laughs> unbelievable. Make, make sure I'm still alive. <laughs> and reading, but uh, this is so awesome. I, I can't believe it. We're, we're playing. We're playing UConn. 
I think. Yep, UConn. UConn against San Diego State on Monday. Right on, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I mean, this is a great day in San Diego. It's beautiful today. And you have a great night, man. Thank you for taking my call. All right, Lee, thanks so much for uh, tuning in. Certainly understand the excitement about San Diego State. I mean, you know, I was watching that in here, and and it was, I mean, it was just unbelievable. I mean, look, you know me, all right? I cover this team every day. The Padres, they got a great win tonight, but this was was kind of the second win uh, in San Diego here tonight. The first win, the the most important win, the most thrilling win uh, was that San Diego State game. I mean, how could it not be with that final shot and doing it on that stage and in the final four? Hard to believe, certainly, that one more win at San Diego State they are national champions. I mean, just unbelievable. And uh, look, it's going to be a lot of fun here at Petco Park on Monday night, too, because uh, I believe that that final game of the NCAA tournament will be going on during the Padres game against the Diamondbacks. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's going to be another big day in San Diego sports. Uh, Lee, appreciate the call. Let's go to Mario, who's calling in from National City. Hi, Mario. Hey, how you doing, man? Good evening. I'm doing well, what Mario. Is, how are you? Oh, man, I'm doing good. I'm coming home from Petco Park, man. I got a chance to, uh, me and my girl got there at 2.30 to watch the game, and I was incredible. It was incredible, incredible San Diego day. It just feels good, you know, supporting the team for so many years and finally, uh, you know, finally finally uh, paying off, you know. Not that I ever stopped rooting for them, good or bad, along with the Padres. I've been with the Padres following them since 72, and you know it's just it's just great for for all the fans. And you know, I'm glad that now San Diego State they just picked up a huge fan base. I mean, tremendous, tremendous, tremendous fan base. You know, and I just I enjoy it because I'm I'm six one nine all the way. You know, it's like everything San Diego is is, is me. You know, and uh, yeah. I root I root and I root and uh, it's just incredible. And I just can't I can't wait for tomorrow. You know, I mean for Monday. You know, I got Padre tickets, but I don't. I don't know what. What if I'm going to stay home and watch the game on TV? Or <laughs> you know, I really don't know what to do. But at the same time, I'm here at home. I just got home and uh, I take the asset game. I'm going to watch it again. You know, and comfort of my own bed. You know, just uh, have a good night. You know, and and, and uh, savor the moment all over again. Well, Mario, appreciate the call and glad you're so excited. And uh, look, uh, it's one of those nights where I, I know this is the Padres Radio Network postgame show, but I totally understand uh, the excitement and the passion. I mean, uh, it was an unbelievable ending. And I know many of you probably listening right now on your way home from the game watched it here at Petco Park. And look, I think it's really cool that uh, we were able to experience that all together. Uh, we were able to experience it in one place, at least uh, some of us, thousands of us uh, here at Petco Park. And shout out to the Padres. They did a, a great job with that. They put the game on the video board. Uh, they found a way to keep it on the video board, even as uh, first pitch was uh, getting close and the end of the game was uh, get coming up uh, with the San Diego State game. So they did a really good job making sure everybody could see it. Again, I was in the loft here TVs all over the place and this place erupted and I saw the crowd uh, outside of the windows here also erupted so uh, just a, a terrific day for San Diego sports and uh, certainly understand the the excitement the passion out there uh, we will talk plenty more about it on Monday here on 97.3 the fan our regular shows I'm sure we'll break down the Aztec semifinal and get you ready for the national championship game UConn and San Diego State on Monday. So uh, certainly much more to come on that and much more to talk about in this game and uh, with what this team is doing. You know, before I go to break here and we'll come back with more of your phone calls, out-of-town scoreboard and more, you know, I, I think, and you heard the passion there in, in both Lee and, and Mario's voices, what's so cool about what's happening on the sports scene in this city right now and and look i'll admit and if you've listened to me before you know i'm I'm not originally from san diego i've been here just more than a calendar year and i don't i don't pretend to be anything else but i think i've been here now long enough to get a sense of how much this particular time in san diego sports 
means to this community. You think about what happened here tonight. Not just did the Padres win, but something else happened earlier in the day. The press conference announcing the new seven-year contract for Jake Cronenworth. And look, that wasn't the biggest contract, the biggest money number, certainly, that the Padres have given out in the last year or two. But it was just the continuation of what the Padres continue to do. They continue to spend on their players to bring high-quality talent and high-quality people to San Diego. And they continue to keep a core of players here, whether it's Musgrove, Machado, Bogarts, Cronenworth, Darvish, Suarez, the list goes on and on. They continue to give you so many reasons to come to the ballpark every night and a real core of players that will be here for years and years to come. And I know how unique that is in the history of this franchise and what it means to this fan base. Do you need to know anything more than that the Padres have began this season with three straight sellouts, 42,000-plus here tonight, 43,000-plus here last night, 45,000 on opening night. That's all you need to know right there. And you pair that with all of a sudden what the Aztecs are doing. I mean, it's terrific. I mean, it's just terrific. And uh, for all you San Diegans out there that, that, you know, have – have watched these teams for a really long time and have waited for a time like this where you could believe in your teams in this way and see the results the way you're seeing them. I'm just incredibly happy for all of you. I really am. We'll step aside here in our post-game show. We'll come back with our player of the game at a town scoreboard, and we'll wrap it up. We'll finish up with some of your phone calls as well. So uh, we'll have uh, much more to come. The phone number, 833-288-0973. Again, the phone number, 833-288-0973. We'll take your phone calls, wrap it up, and uh, get you ready for the series finale tomorrow between the Padres and the Rockies. Again, the final score here at Petco Park tonight, the Padres 8 and the Rockies 4. Our postgame coverage continues after this on the Padres Radio Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage here on the Padres Radio Network inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Good to have you with us as we wrap this one up on this Saturday evening. Yes, uh, 97-3. We've still got uh, fans here inside the loft. Great to see so many people throughout the first three nights uh, here at Petco Park. Look forward to seeing more tomorrow and Monday and Tuesday as well. Padres win it 8-4. to here in San Diego tonight, Padres get their first win of the season. They're now 1-2. and two. Colorado drops to 2-1. and one. We do have more phone calls to get to, so we will get to that. Phone number to call, 833-288-0973. Again, the phone number, 833-288-0973. Patty, Sophia, Drew, hang on a second. We will get to your phone calls here coming up. First, let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Our relief pitcher of the game here tonight. Three options on the Padres' side of things you could go with. Stephen Wilson, who had a 1-2-3-7th inning. Tim Hill who hit a batter in the eighth inning, but got a big double play ball to get out of that inning. It was only a two-run game at the time at that point. Josh Hader, a one, two, three, ninth inning. Not a save opportunity. I'm sure we'll have many more opportunities to give it to Hader, so we'll take him out of it. But tonight, I think I'm going to go with Tim Hill. Why not? Tim Hill hit a batter in the eighth inning, got a fly out, and then induced a big double play ball at that point a two-run game 
tying run at the plate. Maybe some fans out there want Steven Wilson, who had a very clean and effective 1-2-3 inning with two strikeouts. But, hey, it's not always up to the fans. It's up to me, and I'm going with Tim Hill here tonight. He'll be our relief pitcher of the game. All right, let's get back to some of your phone calls here, 833-288-0973. Let's go to Patty, who's calling in from San Diego. Hi, Patty. All right, Patty uh, has uh, has hung up the phone. Oh, a couple of callers have hung up the phone. I'm sorry. Call back. Feel free. Let's go to Drew and Poway. Hi, Drew. Yes, hi. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Drew. Padres win, Aztecs win. Beautiful night here at Petco Park. What could be better? Yeah, yeah, really. This has been an absolutely wonderful night for our city. Uh, I was born and raised here. I'm in my early 30s. And tonight has really been such an exciting night. I went to a, a bar up in Rancho Penasquitas to watch the San Diego State game and was just in a crowd full of people. And that final shot, that buzzer beater, what, uh, what an exciting moment in sports. That's one of the most exciting moments to ever really, really experience that. And I've seen that so many times on ESPN Top 10, and it's never been, never been a San Diego team. We've never had that. Mm-hmm. And tonight, we really had that. So special. Also, wonderful to see the Padres put up some points. Love to see that. Uh, we finally got to win this season. Very excited. Also, I, I'm really sharing, sharing in all of the excitement about our city, and I'm just so proud to be a San Diegan today. So proud. Now, yeah, great call, Drew, and appreciate it. Uh, look, you're right. Very, very exciting day, and uh, I was glad I got to see that final shot. Uh, got, glad I got to experience it with the fans here. <laughs> it really was. It was uh, much better to me than sitting on my couch and watching it. So uh, it's really fun to, to listen to these calls tonight, not just about the Padres, but about the Aztecs and really how these things intertwine with the way you feel about San Diego sports right now. Let's go to Sophia calling in from Claremont. Hi, Sophia. Welcome to the Padres Radio Network post game show. Hi there. What a great day for San Diego. Absolutely, Sophia. A good one. One to remember, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm born and raised here as well. And I just wanted to make a comment about Xander. Xander uh-huh. is a new player for the Padres. He really um, impresses me because he just has such a sense of confidence about him and leadership. And I really think he's going to be a really key component of the Padres' success this year. I just feel like he's just an absolute joy. I'm really glad that we brought him on board. Yeah, Sophia, I I think you make a great point and appreciate the call. You're exactly right, and I feel the same way. And it's not just about who he is as a player, and he's been great so far. I mean, it's hitting 500 uh, extra base hits, the home run here tonight, to really set the tone and get this offense going. It was a really important home run. But I I think the – not the bigger part of it, but the the equally maybe important part of the Bogarts uh, piece of this team is that – You know, we heard, and I'll tell you, when he signed in December, I heard from a lot of people that were around him in Boston. A lot of people said to me and to others, you're going to love this guy. And you are getting such a good player, such a good teammate, such a good um, guy in the community. And, you know, you spend a little time with Xander, and I have... You get that sense. I had the sense the first time I interviewed him after the press conference in December. Um, I got that sense earlier today. I mean, I mean, just throughout spring training, you name the time. I mean, you just get the sense that he's a good guy, he's a good teammate, and you used a really good word there, Sophia, confidence. There is a confidence about Xander Bogarts and a smoothness to his game at the plate, the way he swings, the way he carries himself. I think he's going to be a tremendous influence on this team, on the field, in that clubhouse and beyond. I really do. He's a winning player. He really is. And by the way, the proof is in the pudding. He won two World Series with Boston. One, he was really young. The other, he was a real core player on that team. Uh, A World Series winner, knows what it takes, and is just the kind of guy you want to be around your baseball team. And uh, look, it's not just what he brings off the field but on the field look at his numbers i mean you can you know for the most part the last you know half decade or so you can pencil in those numbers for xander bogarts and what he's going to produce and certainly at the plate 
He's off to a great start. So for Xander, you can't ask for much more than what he's done in three games so far in the brown and gold. And uh, Sophia, I think your observation is spot on. I think Xander Bogarts is going to be a really, really important and good part of this team. I really do. Let's continue on the phones. 833-288-0973, the phone number. We've got Diane calling in. Diane, I understand, is leaving Petco Park. Hi, Diane. How's the traffic? Hi, the traffic's not too bad. They keep it really moving, so it's nice to be able to drive away and not have to sit in too much traffic. All right, good to hear. How's it going? How'd you enjoy the game? It was wonderful. We're very fortunate this year to have season tickets. Um, We've never experienced anything like this before, so I think it's well worth it. They've created a fan base unlike anything we've seen in the past. And we just really enjoyed it. Well, I'm glad to hear that, Diane. And thanks so much for listening to the postgame show. Diana, I, I, I got to ask you, do you do you usually listen to the postgame show? Is this uh, one of your first times? Are you a new season ticket you know, we, holder? We're new season ticket holders, uh-huh. but we go to the games and we listen to your show all the time. And we <laughs> had a call to let you know that this is probably one of the first times that we experienced the game differently um i don't know if it's because the base um sorry the basketball game was on and um they had it up on all the screens and it ended perfectly right when the baseball game was going to start so it just it just went from zero to a hundred really fast and it was incredible inside peco park we were there very early before the game started and it was good. They did a really good job keeping everybody excited and um, motivated. It just kind of fell into the baseball game, if that makes yeah. sense. And then watching Hater end the game with those amazing pitches that are so fast, it just got everybody <laughs> at the very end, I think, excited and happy about the way it ended. Yeah, it, it certainly did, Diane, and glad uh, you had such a good time. Diane, you'll have to tell me, because to be honest, I was inside the Western Metal Building here at my set, and and there were tons of people in here watching on the TVs, and luckily uh, my, post, uh, my pregame show ended about, I don't know, a minute before that final shot, so I actually had a chance to get up, to pull out my phone, take a video of the reaction. It was really, really cool to be a part of. But, Diane, I, I, didn't, I didn't ask anybody this uh in the press box earlier but when the game was ending i mean could you could you notice players watching that that video screen yes we saw that we couldn't believe it because the screens kind of went blank for a moment (laughs) at the end and then the whole crowd just went wild and we saw everybody watching the people working the employees the fans everybody (laughs) and then the game started the baseball game started so it was just it was perfect. And did you notice the way the camera kept panning on the crowd because a lot of people were wearing their San Diego State jerseys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it just it just kind of all meshed together, and it was it was just something I've never experienced before. Yeah. Well, that's terrific, Diane. Glad you had such a good time tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in all the time, and uh, feel free to call at any time. Hope you have a safe drive back home. Really appreciate it. Great call. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you for your show. All right, that is uh, Diane leaving Petco Park. Good to hear the traffic is not too bad right now. Yeah, if you ever call in from the road after the game, if you have a traffic report, feel free to share it, all right? I mean, I don't have any traffic updates like they do uh, (laughs) on the morning and afternoon shows uh, here on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, Kelly Danick, who does a terrific job with those, so I don't know, maybe I can have... uh, fans call in with the traffic reports uh, if you have anything to report we continue on our post-game show here on the Padres radio network San Diego wins it tonight eight to four as the Padres pick up their first win of 2023 let's tell you about our player of the game which player had the biggest impact on today's game let's find out who is today's player of the game presented by valley view casino and hotel catch every game at patties and pints plus enjoy four dollar beer every thursday visit valleyviewcasino.com today one and one the count Urania will deal pitch to bogart's hit in the air to deep left field you can forget it bryant turns around this one gonna go first home run of the year for the padres is the first for Xander Bogarts in the brown and gold, and it's 2-0 San Diego in the first. 
Great call there by Jesse Agler. The first home run in the brown and gold for Xander Bogarts. That home run got the offense started tonight. Padres needed it. And because of that home run, Xander Bogarts will be our player of the game here tonight on this Saturday at Petco Park. Let's take a look at some of the scores from around Major League Baseball earlier today. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. We take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard here tonight. The finals look like this. The Mets beat the Marlins 6-2 in Miami earlier today. The Astros beat the White Sox 6-4 in Houston. Cardinals beat the Blue Jays 4-1 in St. Louis. The Brewers beat the Cubs 3-1 in Chicago. Braves over the Nationals 7-1 in Washington, D.C. The Rangers beat the Phillies 16-3 in Texas. The Giants beat the Yankees in the Bronx 7-5. Angels over the A's 13-1. It was the Red Sox over the Orioles 9-8 in Boston. Rays beat the Tigers 12-2 in Tampa Bay. Twins over the Royals 2-0 in Kansas City. Reds beat the Pirates 6-2 in Cincinnati. And it was the Dodgers over the Diamondbacks 10-1 in L.A. And finally, the Guardians over the Mariners 2-0 in Seattle. And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Saturday. Taking a look ahead to tomorrow. First pitch at 1.10 p.m. Pacific time, 12.10 start time to our pregame show. Padres looking for a series split of this four-game set. Rockies will look for a series win in this series finale. Starting pitching matchup tomorrow on the mound for the Rockies' left-hander Austin Gomber. And on the mound for the Padres making his San Diego debut, right-hander Seth Lugo. So Lugo against Gomber, 1.10 p.m. start time, 12.10 pregame time here on the Padres Radio Network. Certainly hope you can join us then. Taking a look at the final totals in tonight's game for the Padres, eight runs, 10 hits, no errors. They left on nine. And for the Rockies, four runs, six hits, no errors. They left on four. The winning pitcher tonight with six innings, four runs given up, right-hander Michael Waka, who improves to 1-0. The losing pitcher was Jose Urania, who drops to 0-1. Time of game here tonight, two hours and 40 minutes, and the crowd here at Petco Park. The third straight sellout to begin the season, 42,663. Once again, first pitch tomorrow at 1.10 p.m. Our pregame show begins at 12.10. Until then, for our great studio coordinators, Nick DiNucci and Maddie DeLeo, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night from Petco Park. The final score, the Padres 8 and the Rockies 4 on the Padres Radio Network. Thanks for joining us for today's game. For the best coverage of the San Diego Padres, stay tuned to San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3, The Band.